Dionisio at the plate, he's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and okay, it's recording. Oh, it's now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we have a recap for you of a Chicago White Sox versus New York Yankees game from last week Wednesday. I think that was August uh, 9th, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Um, So yeah, we saw the Yankees and White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field, Um, but uh, we're going to bring it back just a little bit before that. Uh, it is episode number 208, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yep. So, Jeremy, do you have a 208 guy this week? I do have a 208 guy, Jack. Um, so, my number 208 guy is uh, Devon White. Yeah, nice. Uh, I remember Devon White, the center fielder. I played for the Brewers for a little while. Yeah, yeah, that I, that one I don't remember. I mean, yeah, you would be in a better position to remember that. Only one year. Um, huh. But it was, uh, played 126 games. It was his last year of his career, actually. Sure. Um, but, um, it's funny cause Devon White came up, uh, today on the Cubs broadcast, uh, Jim Deshays brought him up in, in kind of a funny way too. Um, like Boog Shambi was talking about like Kevin Kiermeyer and Dalton Varsho. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, so the, the Blue Jays, they're playing the Blue Jays. And he's like, they have a, the Blue Jays have a, you know, great center field. They have center field locked down with between Kiermeyer and Varsho. And then Jim Deshays goes, yeah. And Devon White, it's kind of out of nowhere. Um, and so uh, they, they, they kind of talked about him briefly. And then I did my research for number 208, and Devon White was on there. So I, I had to go with him. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that he hit 208 homers for his career. I didn't realize he was that prolific of a power hitter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he averaged 17 homers per, per season. Um, so, yeah, he had he had some pop in his bat. He was also a seven-time gold glover. Mm-hmm. So um, he was, um, you know, good – on both sides of the ball and um yeah he was on those both of those um world series uh blue jays teams uh he has three rings so he was on this 97 marlins and then let's see i'm trying to figure out what other one he was on maybe he was uh, just the on blue three, the blue jays right the ni- was it the 92 and 93 blue jays yeah they didn't win the one did they win both of them they won. I think they won back-to-back World That's Series. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So there you go. So yeah, three three rings, three All Stars, seven Gold Gloves, and two hundred and eight uh, home runs. So that's pretty good track record for Devon White. Yeah, not bad. I I also saw him when I was looking up two oh eight guys and, and couldn't believe he had that many home runs. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's funny that I remembered him with the Brewers because he really yeah he only played one season with them. He still hit two seventy seven. Yeah. Um, in over 400, almost 400 official at bats, but I guess he was 38. So it was, uh, it, you know, probably time for him to hang it up at that point. I don't I remember mean, him at all. And like, didn't even know he was ever on the angels and you know, he, he oh, yeah. played his first five or six years for them. So that's, that's interesting. I never, I never thought of him as being an angel. Yeah. Yeah. For them. Um, for like, yeah, I just, I have tons of, I had tons of his baseball cards. Um, I guess him and Chili Davis were teammates back in those late uh, 80s Angels teams. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they share the same, uh, you know, opinion on millennials. They're <laughs> yeah. both. They're. I think. Are they both Jamaican? Is Chili Davis Jamaican as well? Is he? Um, 
Yeah, I guess so. I was gonna say is he Chilean, but uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, so that's nice. yeah. They pr- they probably do share the same <laughs> opinions. Then um, I, I I wonder if if they're the two like uh, I, I need to confirm that Chili Davis is is Jamaican. He, but, he um, is. He is. I looked him okay, up. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if they're the first Jamaican teammates in baseball history. Yeah, yeah. I that seems like a fair uh, assumption. Or um, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, but um, yeah, so he yeah, Chili Davis was on a bunch of different teams. He was also on the Dodgers for two years, the Diamondbacks for a year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, whenever a guy started in 1985 and ended up playing on the Diamondbacks, that's pretty significant. Yeah, for sure. He played on uh, like two two expansion teams. He played on the Marlins. Um, yeah. And the 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 yeah Diamondbacks as well. And his career ended in 2001. So that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he's from uh, Jamaica. Grew up in New York, I guess. Um, drafted in the sixth round of the 1981 draft. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it, Baseball Reference has this interesting note on his page, um, name note right under his his his, his name. Uh, since 2003, he has used the original spelling of his name, Devon White, spelled D uh, spelled W H Y T E. So uh, that was after he was a player. So I'm not sure, <laughs> like. I guess if he shows up at like you know alumni day or something like, they spell it with the with the Y. But um, yeah, but he yeah. he signs his autographs with that Y. Could be yeah. So um so yeah I mean that's pretty much all I got on Devon White. But uh, yeah I just remember him as a as a player um, and uh, had a lot of his cards growing up. Nice yeah and I'll, also I'll add too that in 1998 uh, he made an All Star team with the Diamondbacks. I wonder if I, he was certainly one of their first all stars because that was their first season. I wonder. I wonder if he was their lone all star that year. I don't know enough about that team, but he was definitely one of their first. Yeah, that would be wow. That would be so weird if he was like their first all star. Like, that's that's and, one hell of a trivia question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would. Yeah, you would never get that in a million years. No. Um I'm trying to do a quick glance. They they don't actually. They do. They list the rosters, but they don't list the team next to them. So. I'm doing a quick glance, and I don't think any of these other guys. No, Andy Bennis didn't make it. I'm looking at like Matt Williams. Oh, okay, yeah, you're looking at the '98. I'm looking at the '98 All Star roster. Oh yeah, there you go. That's that's but probably a more efficient way to do it. I don't. Nah, I think yours is better actually because I'm not getting a lot here. But yeah, he might be. He might be the only uh, representative from that team. Crazy. Um, well, they did lose 97 games um, at, with Buck Showalter as their manager. So yeah, um, I guess the more the more things change, the more they stay the same for like teams Buck Showalter's managing. <laughs> um, okay, uh, yeah. Well, you know, Jeremy, before the Yanks um, Sox uh, game that we were going to recap, uh, uh, you had a story from like sort of our, our odds and ends episode it, that you just you weren't able to get to just because there was so there was actually so much so yeah there, there was so much and it was actually um, serendipitous that I forgot it because it ties into the series um, so uh, it must have been like that last Reds game um, that we were at uh, we me and uh, Chris were, were graphing and we ended up going back over by the Cubs afterwards um, so we were we were over there. And uh, we saw our buddy Anthony um, over there and, and, like, one of his friends. And uh, he, I believe Anthony was still on his, like, uh, his Jonathan VR bike. But sure. um, he, he went over to us. He's like, are you guys going to try to get the Yankees? And um, I was like, I wasn't even, I, I, at that point, I wasn't even aware that the Yankees were coming into town. And I was like, uh, I don't know, man, probably not. Um, he's like, no. He's like, you're not going to go to the hotel? He's like, oh, we'll be at the hotel. 
And uh, I'm like, I'm like, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, and he's like, oh man, you know, you guys should come. You should, you guys should come, whatever. And we we're like, I don't know. And then, I, and then I said to him, I'm like, well, hey man, if you want to try to get me Anthony Rizzo, uh, you know, I, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> because I am trying to get Rizzo on that Chris Bryant card from last year. Sure. Um, and I've heard that he's impossible. So I'm, I'm already planning to just have to pay for that autograph. But um, he goes like, um, so I say like, yeah, if you want to try to get me Rizzo, that'd be great. And he's like, yeah, I'll get you Rizzo. Like, yeah, no problem. I'll get you Rizzo. I, I'll get you. I'll get him. I'll get him. And uh, and then I'm like, really? You're going to get him for me? Yeah. And uh, and uh, I said like, and Chris was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, hey, all right. And then uh, I go like, yeah, I hear, I hear he's tough. I'm like, have you ever gotten him before? And he's like, man, he's like, when Rizzo signed with the Yankees, uh, I was at his first game back, and I went up to him and tried to get his autograph, and, and Rizzo came up to me, and he said, Man, he's like, I never signed for you back when I was with the Cubs. What makes you think I'm going to sign for you now? Oh. And, 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 and then Anthony goes, damn, man. He's like, you know, like, yeah, you could have just said no, you know, like, yeah. like whatever, man. Like, you know, why you got to be such a, an asshole about it or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he they parted ways. And then I said, like, well, how the hell are you going to get his autograph for me then <laughs> after that? Like, he was, like, so, he was so, like, unflinching, like, yeah, I'll get him for you. It was almost like if I handed you a Nico Horner card, Jack, and I said, hey, could you get Nico for me after the game? Sure. I can't make it. Like, it, he was almost that, like, assured that it would happen. And then he tells me the story, and I'm like, dude, not only are you going to get, I, I said, like, he'd probably rip my card up if you try to get it signed for me, so... Yeah, no dice. So like, uh, so yeah, and no, I didn't do it, and I didn't, I didn't go to the hotel, and I didn't give uh, Anthony my my card because uh, I I wanna I want it in one piece. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Well, that that there you go. That's proof that if you hang around enough, these guys are gonna start to recognize you. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah. So like all the all the all the stories we've heard about Anthony Rizzo, like not being nice, which is crazy because he seemed like a nice guy. Like, yeah. Um, as a player, but um, yeah, like he and I believe I believe Anthony too. I believe that oh, yeah. uh, that he went up to him and said that it's like I never signed for you at Wrigley. What makes you think I'm gonna sign for you now? <laughs> uh. Well, hey, here's the thing though, man. I mean, knowing Anthony and like the fact that he lives right around there, like yeah. Rizzo was probably seeing him for ten years before he yes. got you know before he got traded. So I'm, yeah. I'm sure that he probably saw Anthony yeah every day for ten years. So I'm sure yeah. that he he recognized him. I get the feeling that that Anthony was like maybe at more games than he is, and like now we've only now we only see him like maybe once every two or three home stands. Yep. Um, but I, I get the feeling like maybe he was there like every day, probably like you know back when Rizzo was the the mainstay at, at Wrigley. Yeah, for sure. Um, but damn, dude, uh, it's crazy that Rizzo's such an asshole. Like, I guess we'll we'll see for ourselves next year when the Yankees come. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, uh, yeah, I. I'll have to try, but I, you know, I'm sure it's not going to happen. Right. No. Does he ever do paid signings? I think he's doing like a private signing, um, through the mail, like through this, like card, co- this, this like autograph, like guy broker company, whatever you want to call him. He's doing one, but I'm like, I, I, yes, I, but I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't want to send my card in necessarily. Like, I don't, I, I, it seems legit, but I don't want to get like scammed and I certainly don't oh. want to lose my card. Oh, yeah. So I, I have a feeling that once he retires, he'll be doing conventions all the time. For sure. Um, so I think I'll be able to get him in my lifetime. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe he won't just because he doesn't like signing, but, uh, if he can, if, you know, I'm sure he can charge. I think the private signing is like 150 bucks or something. Jeez, it might even be more than that. So it's like if he if he's getting that 
you know, like 160 bucks a pop for an autograph. Uh, I don't see why he wouldn't come back and do a, a bunch of signings. Right. And, you know, like you said, after his career, that may be sooner than, than we think. So Could be, yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's a, that, that's a good one, Jeremy. I'm, I'm glad, glad you remembered that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, this is Yankees, uh, White Sox, and Rizzo for this series was not, he was not playing, um, I think due to uh, con- uh, concussion. Um, I don't know if it's just concussion protocol or if they're just shutting him down or what. I mean, I think the actual incident happened a while ago. Um, but anyway, he was not in the lineup, so Jake Bowers was at first base for the, uh, the Yankees. Um, so that was, that was thrilling. Uh, but yeah, it was a Wednesday night, and so we decided to go. The tickets were pretty cheap, um, so we uh, we met at the park. Um, Jeremy, did you get these through? Was it uh, uh, t- a TickPick? I got them through TickPick. Yeah, actually, I should probably talk about this too, since we don't have that much. <laughs> like, we don't have a, a whole hell of a lot to talk about in this episode. But um, I I bought the tickets that day. We were having. I kind of had some things going on that, like, kind of like this game ended up being like a last minute call. And so I didn't buy the tickets until that afternoon before the game started. And, um, you know, we, we, we get there early, not like if, if we're not graphing, we don't get there super early, but we still get there a little early. And it was like five 30, I think. And I was heading down to like my parking spot, um, for the Sox game and I still didn't have the tickets. So I had to like call, um, tick pick customer service, which was just horrible. Like it just, I was on hold forever. And then, the guy finally came on and was like trying to like do something for me. And then like, while I was on hold a second time, the tickets came through. I don't know if they, they did something to trigger the guy to send them or the, the seller just sent them to me, but I got them, but I was sweating it out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did not necessarily need that. I had a bunch of other shit going on. So yeah. Well, yeah, but it, it ended up, you know, I guess it ended up working out. We met, uh, you know, probably about six fifteen. we walked into the park Walking yeah. into the park itself, though, was a, a cluster. So you you had both uh, tickets on your phone, and so you were gonna do the move where like you know the guy scans one of your tickets and then you just swipe over and scan the other. I think you did that and you just said, "Yeah, this guy's with me." I um, yeah. So I I, I I go in first and like um, I I have the tickets on my phone and some kid like is doing like the scanning. He's like eighteen year old kid or something. I don't know. Um, but like I have my phone out and I hold up just the one ticket and the kid scans it. And normally what I do is I say like, and this is for the one behind, this is for the guy behind me. And then I swipe and then they scan it. So they know what's going on. I mean, obviously they know like this happens probably like with 90% of the people who come into the stadium, but, um, you were, I looked back and you were like still going through security and like having to empty out your pockets and all this stuff. And before I could even say like, this is for the guy behind me, the kid just touches my phone and swipes to the next ticket and scans it. But you know, it's like I was standing there, but I was kind of in the way. So I kind of moved forward a little bit and I, they were giving out t-shirts. So I went and I got a t-shirt and I actually asked her like, you know, what sizes like it's cause the white Sox for some reason only give out mediums and extra larges. Um, so I was, I kind of had that interaction with the, the girl just to confirm that those were the only sizes. I got my shirt, I stepped forward, I looked back and then, or I didn't even really look back. Like I was about to like, kind of like step forward and look back. And then I heard you call my name <laughs> and then, yeah, go ahead and tell them what happened. No, Jack. it's, it's fine. So like, yeah, I, I was putting all my shit back in my pocket and like my back was to, was to you and like the ticket guy. And so I, t- I turn around and you were kind of by the stairs, like to head up to the thing. And then the guy stops me, the, the guy with the ticket scanner, he stops yeah. me. 
and then uh, yeah, you would kind of turned away. So like I had to call your name, um, and then the the ticket guy was like, oh yeah, like okay, whatever. So that was annoying though because it's like he he should have just that that's never happened in the long history of us like doing this. Yeah. Um, so he shouldn't have stopped me. He did, and then like there was so much confusion that I just like I went straight forward and like I didn't. I didn't uh, register the girl passing out the t-shirt saying, do you want a lar- uh, uh, extra large or a medium? I just didn't register it. So I just walked, I kept walking over to Jeremy, who at this point was past the t-shirt, uh, the t-shirts. Um, and then, so then I saw you with the t-shirt and I was like, oh shit, like, yeah, like they're giving away t-shirts. Like she just asked me if I can, if I want one. So at that point she was already like, you know, giving t-shirts to other people and stuff. And so I, I, I approached her from behind and I said, like, hey, like, actually, I'll take a medium. And, and right, right at that point, another, like, another stadium guy, like, comes up to her with more T-shirts, I guess. And he was, he was clearly, like, a little bit above her, maybe, like, a supervisor type of, type of thing. Still younger than us. The guy was still probably in his 20s. The girl, again, she was just, like, a fucking teenager. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he sees me ask her for one. And then he goes to me, he goes, you didn't, you didn't already get a T-shirt? And I... I I kind of snapped at him. And I said, I, I said, I just walked in here. And then like him and the girl freeze up and look at each other. And then I, I grab a t-shirt and just walked away. It was yeah. a fucking mess, man. Yeah. And, and I yelled at the guy too. And like, I said like, no, we didn't No, We didn't take a t-shirt. Like yeah. he doesn't have a t-shirt. Like, cause I was mad at the, I was mad at the ticket scanner kid because I'm <laughs> like, I, cause yeah. Cause I saw the whole, I kind of knew when that kid scanned my, the second ticket, and I and you were so far behind me, like I knew that there was going to be a problem, and I was annoyed when that happened, and then like and then the extra bullshit with the T-shirt. It's like get your fucking act together, all of you people. Like get f- figure it out. Like he's not stealing a T-shirt. Like what do you think he's stealing a T-shirt? Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna say I have a plan to get two T-shirts. And yeah. even if he did want two T-shirts, who gives a shit? There's probably twelve thousand people in the stands, so it's like, yeah. just who cares? Like just let's move on here. Yeah, no, absolutely. The the implication of that question, didn't you already get a T-shirt? Is like you're you're accusing me of trying to steal a T-shirt. Like, yeah. these are shitty T-shirts anyway. And yeah, like you said, there's probably eight thousand T-shirts that they're not going to be able to fucking get rid of. So yeah. you know, quit quit riding me about it. Um, yeah, yeah, for real. I yeah, it was it was super annoying. <laughs> like I just I snapped. It's funny that kid. He got it from <laughs> both of us. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah yeah it was funny. But I was just like. If you're a ticket scanner, like, I don't know, that kid was probably thinking about, like, you know, what he was going to do after the game or something. He probably had, like, <laughs> a, you know, a date or something. And I'm like, it's like, dude, like, if you're going to scan both of my tickets, put it on the front of your mind that, like, the next guy coming through is that second ticket. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, you know, and, like, and because I was saying, like, if I would have stood there, like, waiting for you, they would have yelled at me to, like, keep moving along. So it was, it was a mess. And also the guy shouldn't have touched your phone to swipe. He should have let you do that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's a whole other thing too. I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. Like that we're in the society now where it's like, we use our phones for everything, but that means that like other people, like I mean, there's so, so many situations where someone else will like touch, like touch your phone or hold your phone. And it's like, it's just, it's, it shouldn't be okay, but we're all like, okay with it. Kind of. <laughs> I'm I'm not okay with it either, Jeremy. So yeah, you know I'm, you, I'm with you there. You know what used to piss me off the most is 
when you would buy a phone from like Best Buy or something, you would get like a new iPhone and the fucker, the fucking people there would, would unwrap it and take it out and like just fucking, they would be the first ones who touched it because they would like activate it. Sure. And I'm like, do not touch my phone. I just spent like $300 on that thing or, or more. Like you do not touch that phone. You would, you are not the first person who touches that fucking phone. Like no way. And like the last couple of phones I've gotten, I've, I've had it. I think I've had it sent directly to me and I, I'm the one who like unwraps it and active. You can like activate your own iPhone now. Sure. But like the, I mean, I, I wonder if it still happens. Like if you go to like a store and have them do it. Uh, that's what happened with mine. I went to the store. Yeah, and they the guy unwrapped it for you and everything. I like believe, he un- believe he did. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. Like I wouldn't like that used to piss the hell. One time, someone like opened up my phone with like a pen and like the the the, the tip side down. So like there was this pen mark like on the box for my iPhone. I'm like, sure. I just paid for this fucking thing, and you wrote you like made a pen mark on it. Like get <laughs> out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, it was uh. uh so that, it, it was a rough start, man to this game <laughs> it was it was and like i think we're always like on edge anyway and i was on edge just because i was trying to hurry to get down there the train obviously like you know sometimes is not as fast as you want it to be i was trying to like doctor up my fake ticket like on the train because i was like it was cutting it so close that i figured like i wouldn't have time to like photoshop my my ticket and um i did on the train and but then, and then you you're amped up anyway because you know that you're about to like go through security and like maybe like flash the people on the 100 level like a fake ticket and you know it might work it might not so you're already i'm already like keyed up as is and it's like these people were like annoying me um we did i did end up making a a doctored up ticket and that there was actually almost a a little situation there too because we we do go to the 100 level and there are some girls checking in and they weren't even like I don't even know if they had a scanner, but they were just kind of like looking to see if the ticket said like 100 level, whatever. And I, I only, I think I, well, I did make two, but I only showed them one and we were kind of just like walk, like we, we showed without, we showed them the, the, the ticket without even breaking stride basically. Yeah. And I showed the girl and she's like, okay, like, do you have a, and she's like, okay. Yeah. She saw it. And she's like, yeah. Okay. And then like, as I was walking, she's like, is that for both of you? And I'm <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, both of us. <laughs> and then we just kind of kept walking. Like, did you did you even slow down, Jack? Or I, no, I registered that she said that. And I, I think I nodded along with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, you can always... I, they, they have kind of just stopped trying at this point to even yeah. police that. Uh, yeah. And, and right, rightfully so. Rightfully but, so. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was pretty funny. Um, it was a good move there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we um uh we also you also got a uh, a heater as well and and you discovered something pretty uh significant I think that the fact that they're selling those now at the main vending stands. I didn't I didn't know that, man, and I've missed out on getting the heater a couple times this year just cuz I didn't know where to find it. Yeah, I feel like they don't like it definitely early on in the season they didn't have like they didn't have like as many stands last year selling it. Um so that was that was a problem. And then, like, yeah, I think it's just it's not as easily accessible as it was like the previous year. And yeah, I went up to a and I was maybe gonna get something different tonight, but I went up to a stand and uh, they actually had it like a, a like a, a built-in stand, like not the freestanding thing, like in the actual like permanent food stands. And they had it there, so I just decided to order it. It's um this is like a, a slight thing about the heater, but we talk about the heater so much. Uh, I think I might have mentioned it in game the first White Sox game we did this year, but last year it was a jalapeno cheddar sausage, and this year they they've been doing it like a 
I guess it's like a pepper, like a five pepper bacon sausage. So the one this year tastes a little different than the one last year, I think. They're both good, but I, I do like the jalapeno one. And the one that I saw today at this like permanent food stand, it said jalapeno sausage. So I'm mm. like, let me try it. Let me let me see if it's the same one or not. And uh, it was. It was the same. It was the, the, the good old one from like last year. And uh, I got it, and it was like legit spicy. It was like... It was really spicy, and uh, yeah, I mean, we sound like a broken record with the heater stuff, but like, it's yeah, it was good as always. Well, you you made a comment that your mouth was burning, so that's yeah, always, that's always and, good. And I'm like, you know, and I'm a guy who farms out my own like ghost peppers and and <laughs> and, and and makes them, so like that's that's something, you know. Yeah, no, that was uh, yeah. So it looked like a good one. Um, that's good to know for next time too when I wanna when I wanna get one. Um, yeah. We uh, so we sat in home pl- uh, behind home plate. Um, in our usual usual section there, uh, in the in the last row or two, um, we en- we ended up getting bounced uh, at one point. Um, oh, we yeah. might as I guess we might as well just talk about these kids now, um, yeah. since it's a little bit quicker of a of a story. And I feel like we kind of need to build to the uh, you know the, the fan the of the fan game. Of the game yeah. Um, but yeah, there were like these nerdy uh, like Yankees kids fans. Um, they were they were quite a bit younger than us. They were maybe like fifteen years younger. They looked like they were in like college. Um, but they were very like, uh, they were very mild mannered like guys. Yeah. Um, and then like the one, the one kid was just like, he, he, uh, so they, they kind of bounced us from our seats and we just moved the row back. Um, but it was no hard feelings. Like they weren't really jerks about it or anything. Um, so we, you know, we moved back a row and then like the, the kid could kind of hear like the, the leader of the group. Um, (laughs) by, and by that, I mean like he was the nerdiest one of the group, um, (laughs) He could kind of hear what we were saying, I think, throughout, and you know, we were talking baseball, so he like he would and he would turn around periodically and just like you know talk to us, be like, "Yeah, can you believe Rizzo had a concussion?" Um, I for- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forget some other stuff that he said, but like, uh, yeah, he was. He said uh, something about Severino too. He's like, "Yeah, Severino, he's not starting." Like, you know, what happened? You know, like yeah, and like I I think yeah, like we asked him like yeah, like you know, has he been has this been happening all year? And like, it's like the kid didn't fucking know. So it's like, come on, yeah. man. Like, are you a, are you a Yankees fan or aren't you? Um, but, uh, yeah. And I, I was going to ask him, I was like, man, like, you know, if, if this is the Yankees this year, like, how do you feel about that? Cause the Yankees are, <laughs> the Yankees are freaking terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Um, it's, it's surprising that they have like a, a, a record above 500, but, um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, he was, and I think, um, they were all nerdy, but they were not all Yankees fans. Like two of them yeah, two had of no them idea. Were, were, yeah, they had no one, idea. There was one kid in a bull in a Bulls jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. He maybe he was the one who like had who straight up knew like nothing about what was going on. <laughs> yeah, he was asking questions and stuff. But um, but yeah, the two kids like to the left were Yankees fans, and the one kid was like, "Yeah, I like that you called him the leader. He was the leader, but like you know." <laughs> Um, but he was, he was like super nerdy. Um, but yeah, they were, they were cool enough guys. Um, like they could, it could have been like, it could have been like a different tune. Like they could have been like hard asses or something, but they were, they were, they were just, yeah, like you said, mild mannered to nerdy. So, um, so yeah, that was fine. We, we kind of interacted with, with the one kid at least a couple times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that was uh, so that was cool. Um, so you know, kind of sat in a cool section. Well, actually, for the most part, we can get to that in a minute. But uh, Jeremy, for the first time ever this year, I think you got ice cream too, right? I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we could talk about that. Sure. I like. I stepped out um, at some point and got ice cream. I mentioned to Jack. I've had an an odd 
craving for ice cream this whole summer. Um, so, um, but uh, I did get like a soft serve um, waffle cone, and um, it was uh, it was it was sufficient. It was like a very like yeah. large uh, uh, ice cream cone to the point where like people were making comments about it as I would walk by, which I fucking hate. Um, <laughs> I don't want anyone talking about my food, but. Um, yeah, but the reason why I bring it up is because, like, at one point, this, like, this guy and these two women came and sat, like, at the end of our rows. Um, the guy sat at the end of our row. So we were in the last row of the section. He sat at the end of our row. We were about, like, five, six seats in, and he sat at the end. And then these two women who he, were, he was with sat at the end of the row where the nerdy Yankees kids were. Um, and um, I heard them, like, I, they were they were talking and uh, I came in with my big like ice cream cone, and uh, I heard the the girls. I heard someone, the, one of the girls, say something like, "Oh, look at that ice cream," or something like, "We should get that." <laughs> and then I heard another girl as I was walking by. I heard some girl. I just heard the word diarrhea <laughs> as, I <walked> <laughs> <by>. <laughs> as I walked by, and like I don't know if she said it looks like diarrhea or that's gonna give her diarrhea, but like yeah, I and I hate even saying that word out loud. I, I think. If you if you ran into me like 10, 15 years ago, I wouldn't have even said that word out loud. But they, I heard the, the girl say that, and um, I don't, uh, I don't know exactly. I, I, I'm thinking maybe she said like, I would, I won't get that because it's gonna give me diarrhea. I don't know, but um, maybe it was, she was lactose intolerant. Yeah, could be, could be. Um, it seems like that's kind of like the code word that she used instead of using the dropping the D word there. But um, sure. but yeah, I just I just heard that word, so I had to like make a note of it. That's funny. Um, yeah, that was a, like you said. That was a significant ice cream cone too, man. That was like a, a, fo- a foot long ice cream cone. Um, yeah, it was it was soft serve, and you know, as you were eating, it was a hot night. Like I was like, man, I ho- I hope he can eat this thing before it, it melts. Yeah, I really had to. I really had to like kind of go ham on it, like for the, yeah. like, at the beginning. Like so, I was really like kind of just fucking like scarfing it down, um, just to stay ahead of it, basically. Did they offer you a spoon with that? No. I mean, okay. I maybe could have grabbed one. They probably had them right there, but uh, no. Interesting. Well, yeah, I that don't was know. a that was an, an interesting choice, Jeremy. I didn't expect you to come back with that, but that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. I um, they they had like you could have got it in the helmet and stuff, and it, but this was actually cheaper than the helmet, and you got hmm. way more than you would have gotten in a helmet. So yeah, and I I think the waffle cone is you know waffle cones are great too. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that all day for sure. They're superior for sure. Um. Okay, uh, so I, I guess we should get to the the fan of the game now. Yeah. Um, there's just I don't think there's any um, <laughs> any avoiding it. So uh, he was about two rows in front of us and to our right. Um, so he yeah. was a little bit more towards first base. Uh, this this guy was a big a big hulking guy. I mean, he probably yeah. weighed about three hundred pounds. He had he, a big long beard. Yeah, he kind of looked like Evan Gaddis, but like sure. But if Evan Gaddis was a piece of shit not a baseball player basically <laughs> sorry you know no offense to anyone but yes ex- except for the, the to this guy all, no all a- absolutely offense. um he was with uh he was with a girlfriend or a wife or something um who seemed to want nothing to do with him after he started just yelling um yeah. this this guy was uh the only way to describe it is that he he he, he quite, quite frankly yelled the entire game but it was i wouldn't even describe what he was yelling as platitudes he no. he just it, I, I don't know maybe you can describe it better than me it it was not like it was it was not yeah no 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 platitudes no like um nothing it's not not one thing he said was insightful 
or clever. It was seriously just a, a a guy, a big dumb guy yelling to hear himself yell, basically. Like just to, if you really need to boil it down to its most essential elements, that's what it was. Um, and and even the there there we you know you go to any baseball game and you'll run into a person like that. But even once in a while they say something that's like funny or clever. This guy had no, there was nothing insightful at all about anything that he said. Um, and I, and the, the problem was, I think that he thought that he was being clever and funny and it just like, it, it didn't necessarily even feel like it was pro white Sox. It, it was, but there was nothing. If you asked any white Sox player who could hear that, if you played a recording of that guy for a white Sox player, they'd be like, I don't know what, what team he's a fan of. Like it just, it, it, it was so like, it was nothing but uh, a waste of, of, of like oxygen and, I don't know if I should say this now or, or later, Jack, but I did have an insight about this guy. Well, so first of all, let, I, I guess we can provide examples. Um, yeah. he, he would yell things like, let's go, pitch. C- yeah. Come on, pitch. Or let's go, batter. When the White um, Sox were up, he'd go, let's go, batter. Let's yep. go, batter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when they were pitching, he would, or when they were in the field, he would say, let's go, pitch. I yeah. think if there was a bad call or just like if, if a ball was oh, called yeah. while the White Sox were pitching, he'd say, ah, oh, come on, blue. So yeah. I, I think he, he said that as well. But it was just that. It was a constant stream of that for three hours. It just never it never let up. Yeah, no, yeah. And it was it was it was all like that to that caliber of like cleverness or like um, you know, uh insightfulness or whatever. Like um uh yeah, the the only thing yeah, I think that's the most insightful thing that you could say is that like he, he knows that the slang for umpires is blue or like the nickname or whatever for umpires is blue that's maybe like one slight degree of anything that he that might indicate that he knows anything about baseball (laughs) um so yeah so i mean i have a laundry list of things that he yelled here basically but so aaron judge came up to bat and he just said like aaron judge you're not a judge of anybody (laughs) so and then and then he kind of went on a, a a run with aaron judge he goes like let's go shrek let's go shrek and then he goes and then he would like stop and look around to like the guy next to him and then like like signify with these people as if he's like, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I, I fucking got I nailed it, didn't I? Like he would be like looking for like validation from people. And like, I don't think anyone was giving him anything. No. Yet. Yet. That didn't stop him. And even again, his he, wife, even his wife and his wife from from our vantage point, like looked like like visibly upset with him, like like uncomfortable, like her body language just was was like shrieking like. You like I hate this. I hate you. I you're embarrassing me. Like I don't like. I'm not enjoying this. Um, but uh, but yeah. So he goes like, let's go Shrek, and he goes, he's foot. He's six foot eight. He's Shrek. Like that's, what, <laughs> that's one thing that he yelled. It reminded me of um, that. Uh, did you ever see that movie Role Models, Jack? Yeah, like, I I but only once. I think it's Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. Yep. They had there's like this little like black kid with them, and he goes like. Let's go. He's like, come on, Ben Affleck. And he's like, Ben Affleck. And he's like, if you, you, you're white, you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, it's kind of like the same thing. I don't know if this guy was channeling that. I, I somehow don't think so. But, um, and, uh, so man, there was something else that happened. I think one, there was maybe, did the White Sox make an error? I can't remember. Um, yeah, there are, I don't know if they did something happened or maybe someone struck out in a big situation or something, but something happened like negative white Sox, And then people like yelled like something angry about the white Sox, And he goes like, Hey, come on. We're still white Sox fans. Come on. We're still white Sox fans. It's okay. 
and like this, he yelled that. Um, God, who was it? He. Let me look at my lineup here. Somebody did something. Maybe it was Mankata. Did Mank- I don't know if Mankata made. Mankata hit into a double play. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what happened. Uh huh. And then he goes like, "He's no burger, but let's go." Like uh, trying to like support like Mankata. And, sure. And uh, yeah, so I can't honestly like so that we we gave a couple examples, but honestly, the thing he I think he pretty much yelled at every batter like, "Let's go batter, or, let's go pitch." Like yes, that was his like main refrain for sure. At 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 one point, um, I think it was Aaron Bummer was on the mound or somebody, but like the bases were loaded, um, and like Bummer threw a ball and he said. Come on, stop playing games, throw strikes. Yeah. Um, and like that 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 harkens back to last year with uh good pitch, cease, throw it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Where it's just like, you know, you think like throwing it like just right down the middle, like that's how John Carlos Stanton hit like a hundred and ten mile an hour home run to right field like three batters ago. <laughs> right. So, you know, some sometimes the name of the game is not to just throw it throw strikes like right yeah. down the middle. Right, yeah. Like if you're pitching against like Javier Baez, you know you don't throw strikes because no. that's when he hits home runs. You throw you throw the ball, you throw a slider outside in the right-handed or in the left-handed batter's box, and then he yes. chases it. So yeah, you don't throw strikes. Um, uh, yeah, but the stop playing games, <laughs> throw strikes. It's like he this this guy's like intellect can't handle like the you know the artistry of baseball of like you know working a count or like or like pitching like a batter like maybe like throwing like a junk pitch on like one and two or something or oh and two like to try to get him and chase something like he can't handle that he's just like come on man just throw strikes and let's let's keep the game moving like i can't i can't stand you trying to work against the work to this guy's tendencies so um super annoying um, Jeremy, do you remember? So yeah, at, at, that, and then the Sox loaded the bases, um, uh, you know, on, on offense, and they, then the uh, Yankees came and lifted their pitcher, and then like some song, they they played some song while the relief pitcher came in, <laughs> and this guy started dancing around, and he did this dance move mm. where like he he did a three sixty, like he spun yeah. all the way around, but like he yeah. had his he he was like wiggling his fingers too. It was uh, if we had like a TikTok, I would I would do this dance, but yeah. yeah. It was, it was uh, good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so I guess we'll interrupt this because there's a couple more things that he said. Um, but um, but uh, he did say, like, so So at, at one point in the game, we thought maybe this, like, this. so let's say this was going on for, like, six solid innings now at this point. I actually feel like he kind of kind of rolled into it, like, kind of warmed up into it. I feel like maybe he, he wasn't yelling, like, as constantly as he was maybe for like the first inning or so, but then maybe like he was kind of testing the waters and seeing like if he could get away with it and then just started yelling something like nonstop. But at some point these two guys came up to him, they were coming, coming up the aisle and they were both like, you know, speaking of nerdy fans, there were these two older guys, uh, maybe in their like late fifties, maybe older than this guy. Um, and they're, I feel, I feel like they were both wearing like polo shirts and like, they both had glasses and like combed hair or whatever. Uh, so they, they, they kind of stuck out a little bit on the South side, but, um, they were uh, coming up this, the, the, the row, um, and the guy like leaned in and said to the, the loud mouth, he's like, could you, would you mind keeping it down? He's like, you know, you think you could stop? Like he's, he, he asked him to stop basically. I'm not, we didn't, I didn't exactly hear exactly what he said to him, but 
but the thing that I did ca- catch him say, he said, he goes like, it's a little loud. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then this guy, this loudmouth guy just puts his hand, like his backhand to the guy and just like waves him off. Kind of like, like, like a, a <laughs> like a high society British guy would wave off the butler. Like, no, Jeeves, no, leave me alone. Like Jeeves, go run to it. Like attend to some other matters like he just waves him off like like he's waving off like a like a a a, a waitress at like a at a waffle house or something like no sure. we're good we're good and the guy just like looks at him and he's like he just looks at him like i can't believe like what a piece of shit you are and uh and and he walks away and the guy's just the loudmouth is just waving him off waving him off and then i see the 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 the, the yankees guy go up to the usher um, who was like at the top of the row and he said something to her. He's like looking at her, looking at the guy, pointing at the guy, looking back at her, trying to tell her something like, you know, Hey, can you guys make this guy be quiet or something? And the woman <laughs> just kind of like looks forward and just like shakes her head. And then the guy just walks away and he never came back. Like he was like leaving. I'm sure he went to sit somewhere else. Yeah. But, uh, no, he, but yeah, he sure didn't come back. Um, it, m- well, it must've been frustrating. Cause you know, some- sometimes if somebody's yelling something and it's offensive, you can throw them out. But like yeah. this guy wasn't yelling anything of substance. He was he was just being loud. And there's nothing really like that's preventing a person from just being loud in a yeah. in a ballpark, except for their own ability to read a room and understand people don't want that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I know there were some people sitting like directly to like in front of him, but to the to the very left, and they didn't like get up the whole time. Like I, I didn't see them like get up or leave or anything. I'm like. I don't know what I would have done if I was sitting in front of this guy. I really don't. I mean, I would have just had to like move my seat, I guess, or something. But like, yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. Like, it, I couldn't. I can only imagine. Like, you know, sometimes you like look at someone in a tough situation and you're kind of are like, yeah, you know, what a sucker. You know, <laughs> like poor bastard yeah. or something. And then there's sometimes where you're just like, man, I feel for that guy. Like, and and I thank God it's not me. It's like it, that was. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. Like I'm like, I don't even want to have to think about what I would have had to do. If this guy was sitting in front of, or if I was in front of this guy, it just would have been horrible. I'll say this: kudos to the guy who said something to him as he was headed up the aisle. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it takes some stones to do that. If the yeah. guy really had wanted to twist the knife, he he would have he could have said like, "Hey, man, like, if anything you were saying was funny or insightful, um, yeah. maybe maybe I could deal with it." But it's it's just the opposite of that. Yes, yeah. That's that that would have been the go to there for sure. That that was the rain delay theater go uh, comeback for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and like, yeah, cause this guy, this guy looked like, you know, I don't know, like a, a stockbroker, like on, you know, on vacation or something like, um, and, um, yeah, so he, this guy didn't necessarily seem like violent, but he was just a no. big dumb lummox. So like, yes. Yeah. So, um, anyway, a couple more things that he yelled, um, when Andrew Benintendi came up, um, I heard him go, Andrew Benintendi wears number 23. And he goes like, "All right, come on, twenty-three. And then he said something like, "You gotta be good to wear to wear twenty-three in this town," um, which is like, okay, so yeah, so I guess you know, I guess he knows that Michael Jordan wears number twenty-three. I think like my grandmother knows that Michael Jordan wears twenty-three, <laughs> but like you know, actually that's not fair because my grandmother <laughs> was actually knowledgeable in sports. But whoever, um, so so that was like that was just like fucking hack. Um, and then Trey, then Trace Thompson c- comes in. We should note that um, 
Luis Roberts started this game in center field, um, singled in the third inning, proceeded to steal second and third base, and then came out of the game um, yep. with an inflamed finger or something. Uh, so Trace Thompson actually came in, which I, God, I I never thought we'd see Trace Thompson again, uh, let alone in a White Sox uniform. But again, because I think he, we saw him with the White Sox before. I think so. We saw him with the Cubs, and then like, um, yeah. I, I honestly, I should say, if we saw him again probably could have guessed that it would be in a White Sox uniform. But. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's for real. I think we saw him with the Dodgers, too, earlier this year, didn't we? Jesus, did we? Or, or was yeah. he on the Cubs earlier this year? No, he wasn't on the Cubs this year. Okay, um, yeah, he, I think he was on the Dodgers when we when we saw them in Chicago. Good Lord, man. Yep. Have we seen this guy with fucking, like, four, like four stints, like, with four different franchises or oh, man, four maybe. different stints? Um well, um, anyway, he came up, and this, this loudmouth stood up, and uh, he goes like, All right, Thompson, come on, let's go. That's my name, too. Let's go. Let's get a hit. So we did um, we did get some insight that his name is Thompson. Um, <laughs> uh, and, like, yeah, I, that means something to him, I guess. So And something yeah. enough for him to yell, although he would have yelled anything. So, um, But, yeah, I noticed that as well. And so, um, yeah, that I mean... I, I think those were the, the the big things with this guy. I'm not sure if there was anything else. Well, there was time. There was a moment where, like, there was all this stuff. Um, there was also a moment where he had like an his. There was this weird thing where like I, I nudged you, Jack, and I'm like, hey, is there a fight going on? And like, something happened where like I don't know if I thought for a second like the loudmouth and his wife got into it with someone who was sitting in front of them. Maybe who probably told them to like shut up or something. But then maybe after it kind of carried on, like it looked like maybe the just the husband and like the loudmouth and and the, the this woman were getting into a fight with each other. But she like pointed in his face at one point, and she was like she looked pissed off. And um, I don't know, it was weird. It didn't phase the guy whatsoever. He didn't stop yelling or, <laughs> or change his tune or anything. Um, but yeah, but um, but yeah, even after the like the people like told him like you know hey it's a little loud. He started looking around to other people, kind of being like, "Yeah, you come on, you you support me, right? You don't want me to stop, right?" Like he was like doing that, and like I don't feel like anyone was, you know, getting his back or anything. But it was no. just crazy. Yeah, hell no. Um, and you know, all, all of this for a, a team that's twenty plus games under five hundred, playing yeah. another playing another team that's underachieving in August. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You would again, you would have thought that it was like Game Seven of the World Series with how invested this guy was, but yes. He was just yelling to hear himself yell. I think. No, it was bad, and and it was all all on top of a, a like a pretty awful and embarrassing controversy that the White Sox had uh, earlier in the week. Um, I think that story broke on Monday, and we were there on Wednesday. Uh, so Keenan Middleton, who actually had just been traded to the Yankees from the White Sox, uh, gave an interview where he basically just said the White Sox clubhouse is complete garbage this year. Um, you know, players are skipping mandatory meetings and like pitchers are, you know, not going to fielding practice. They had a pitcher uh, sleeping in the bullpen, they said, um, you know, so all this stuff that Middleton was was saying. And then Lance Lynn kind of confirmed that when they asked him about it. And he's with the yeah. Dodgers now. But uh, so, yeah, we, we were actually seeing Middleton. Uh, Middleton actually was making his return to guaranteed rate field like three days after he trashed the organization. He pitched in this game. Um, and I was wondering, like, are, are they going to boo him? Or actually, if anything, they should cheer him for exposing, right. like, what a fucking joke this franchise has become. But uh, really, like, there were, like, maybe one or two boos and and then nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it, it kind of like, you know, 
the, the probably the smart money would be that a lot of the people there didn't even fucking know that any no. of that happened. No. Um, there was one con- There was at least one fan who who was aware of it and like started their own controversy. Jack, did you did you hear any of this? Like about no, Keenan Middleton. I didn't hear this. So Keenan Middleton. He so I, he came in the game. I was I was actually up getting my ice cream at this point. I think. Yeah. So I missed when he actually came into the game. Um, I didn't. I I yeah. I I left because they did a pitching change, and I guess I wish I would have known that they were. I would have thought that they were doing like um, you know uh that they may have been putting in Middleton, but um, uh, Middleton did come into the game. Uh, did you happen to look at the scoreboard when Middleton came in, Jack, at all? I No, I did not really. Because apparently they didn't show his name on the scoreboard. In the really? center field scoreboard and the like the ribbon behind home plate, like it just it didn't say any – like it was blank. Um, wow. It would have said like, you know, 93 Middleton – you know, Yank New York, like right-handed pitcher or something like that. It, yeah. it, it said nothing. And so someone like someone on Twitter, like posted like a thing. It's like, Whoa, the white Sox aren't even showing Middleton's name on the scoreboard. Wow. And like, then it kind of went around that like, uh, you know, he hasn't, you know, um, you know, that they, that they weren't showing anything. And then, I mean, and so, okay. So then the Yankees actually, I think it was the Yankees or maybe it was the scoreboard people for the white Sox. It might've been the scoreboard people for the white Sox, which, they should have sat those people down for like a two hour like expose interview because like I want to find out why they're always wrong <laughs> with everything. Sure. Like I'd like to hear their process. But they they explained that there were two guys like on the Yankees roster with the number 93 and it like shorted out the it like it when it's when that system has two guys with the same number, it like it won't display it properly or whatever or it won't mm-hmm. display the name. So they explained that that's why it was like that. Interesting. Um now, whatever the case may be, I kind of feel like this is like a non-story. <laughs> like, it's just like it's. I feel like it was like a, a White Sox fan maybe like grasping for controversy when there there already was enough controversy. Like I don't know if this was part of it, but you know, it seems like a plausible explanation. Um, I think someone said like, well, like I'm looking at our scorecard and like there's only one ninety-three on the scorecard. Um, and there was something they said, like they showed his name another time or something. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's like and and honestly, I guess like to pull it out, like to be a White Sox fan, to like kind of make light of that. It's it's not making the White Sox look good. Um, so I'm not sure like what the impetus on either side was. But it was just it was just like another one of these White Sox things where it's like stop looking for controversy and just just, you know, write a letter to. <laughs> <laughs> to like Ken or Jerry Reinsdorf to, to sell the team or something like, you know, I feel like there's better usage of your, of your intellectual energy. No, for sure. And, and like you said, man, there was already plenty of controversy. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they were saying that, Tim, uh, you know, Yasmani Grandal slapped Tim Anderson. Um, yeah. and I, I hope that story is true because it's, it's really funny, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a bad week for the White Sox. Um, and they just got swept by the Brewers too. So, um, yeah. You know, Thanks a I lot guess. White Sox. You couldn't do anything to help out the fucking Cubs, I guess. No, I was going to say, man. Yeah. They, I, I, they didn't fix the Brewers, but that, that sure, um, you know, that sure helps the Brewers out quite a bit. So that was nice. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, they were actually, I think they were winning the first game like late and then they ended up, I, I checked later and they, they lost. I was like, of course they did. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot there. Yeah, you know what's funny, man, is that the White Sox are probably going to come in and freaking beat the Cubs in these these two games now and like right. do even more damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, well, uh, yeah, uh, the game ended. Um, you know, the White Sox, uh, I think they did win this one. I feel like I, I don't remember <laughs> what, what the outcomes were yeah, for the other was... games, but felt like the first White Sox win we've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. No, you know what? Actually, they won the last game we were at, too. Um, I was funny. like, I was looking at the stats. Um, yeah, I guess since we have some time, um, we can we can talk about the stats. But um, at this point, Ian Happ has like you know gone leaps and bounds um, in the lead for most categories. Um, so, Yoan, we haven't seen Yoan Mancata play a lot, but he was kind of like the leader um, for a while for White Sox categories. And then with these last with this rush of Cubs games we've been to in the last couple of years, um, he's taken the lead by far. So he. So, but Mancata had two doubles in this game, so we were like, okay, well, he's making a run for the leaderboard, but I'm looking, and, like, Ian Happ has 60 total bases in the games wow. we've seen, and Moncada, after those two doubles, is only at 40, so. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, it'll be a while. I mean, um, in fact, Christopher Morrell has 36 total bases um, at games we've been to, so at some point, Moncada's going to fall behind Christopher Morrell. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, and yeah, we're going to another game, uh, you know, this coming Friday. So those those totals will probably go up even more. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So the game. Anyway, the game ended. Uh, uh, and um, you know, Jeremy, you went to use the restroom, so I was I was kind of just waiting in the con- in the concourse. And then some guy comes up to me and he he says, "Hey, who won the beef race?" And like, I was like, "I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know." <laughs> out of all the people in the concourse why did he single me out maybe he saw my scorecard and is like this guy knows this guy knows what's going on yeah he's like he must be keeping track of who won the beef race with on that piece (laughs) of paper i mean what else would he be doing so um that is um that's really funny and that's like something that like you know maybe maybe in, in milwaukee they would ask who won like the 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 sausage race but at least that's like a real thing that's happening in front of you like <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's not a canned video that hasn't changed for you know the last 10 years yeah yeah exactly yeah and for a place that you can't even get to like um like for even if you did happen to win so um yeah that's uh that's really funny and that's very white socks <laughs> oh yeah 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 i was gonna i was gonna tell the guy well there, i don't know who won but there was a point where cheesy made it look easy so <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh boy um that's yeah that's pretty good um yeah i mean uh that's kind of it nothing uh i haven't had any like fun uh interactions in the bathroom uh at, at white Sox games uh this year yeah, it, it, it used to happen so much more frequently. Um, I was gonna say the the White Sox, the the vibe hasn't changed, but they're just they're so bad this year, and this has been such a, a depressing season for them that they're the games are not as well attended, and I, I feel like their fans are not as as like squirrely this year. They're just kind of like depressed. So yeah, it's been a strange year at the ballpark for them. Yeah, it must be that that combo of like actually having some hopes, and then like having them kind of dashed in a pretty brutal way. Um, that has kind of like maybe humbled the White Sox a little bit, like the fans. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, it was kind of um, it's kind of sad. Um, a couple more looks into the stats, I guess, since we got some time here. Stanton yeah. did hit a home run, um, so we've hit we've seen Stanton hit three homers. Yep. Um, total. Um, Oscar Colas hit a homer, so that was cool to see him. Like maybe, yeah. maybe he'll eventually become like one of the Sox leaders um, if he stays healthy. That's a big if. Um, and uh, I mean that's pretty much it. I think Elvis Andrews has done like surprisingly well in games we've we've been at. Is um, this is this the fourth game we've seen of the Yankees? Um, it's at least the third. 
It is, um, I got the standings right here. It is the fourth game. They're two and two in games wow. we've seen them. Okay, yeah, so we, we've seen Sox, Yanks. Um, well, I guess we've been doing this podcast since 2018, but there was no COVID year. So we, we've seen the Yankees every single year uh, we, we possibly oh, could have. That's cool. Yeah, I have not realized it's been every every season. That's That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably just about the only team outside of the White Sox and Cubs that we've seen every season. So I, I'm sure we've seen the Reds like every season, but whatever. Yeah, we've seen the Reds five times. Yep. We've seen the Twins five times too, but that oh, must have been really wow, must okay. have been twice in one season because we have not seen them this year. I don't think we haven't. We did see them at Wrigley too. Do we, you remember right. that game we sat in the bleachers? Yes. Yeah, that was the Trace Thompson game actually, where he 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 played in that game. So oh um, God. Yeah. But yeah, um, other than that, Marlins, Pirates, and Yankees we've seen four times. Okay, and, and I, I uh, yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah, man, and we still can't see the damn Braves. Nope, Braves will have to wait till next year. Yep, yep. Oh, that was too damn expensive. But next year they will be here during the week, so that will be a little easier. Yeah, I, I guarantee that we will see the Braves next year. I shouldn't yes. guarantee it, but uh, I will. Well, the, the, I think they're going to be playing in the White Sox too, right? Um, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think they came to guaranteed rate this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like, yeah, like I said too, uh, we're going to be going to a game on Friday. It's going to yeah. be, uh, Royals versus Cubs. I think we're going to try to get there, um, uh, at gates open. So it should be, yeah. it should be a good time. Um, maybe get Bobby Witt Jr.'s autograph. We're on Bobby Witt watch. He he is a good signer, but um, I think only in the in the in the park. So okay. we'll see about that. Um, so yeah, we will be um, doing that game a Friday, and um, we'll have to figure out when we record that because I'm leaving town right afterwards. So um, sure. we'll have to find a time to record that. So it might be a little bit of a delay on that, but um, that's right. Yeah, if you uh, check the news uh, Friday night and you see anyone get hit in the head with a foul ball, uh, you know. It could be us, but we'll, we'll <laughs> try to report back. But um, but yeah, we'll so we'll have that recap for you um, at some point. So sit tight um, uh, for that for that recap. But uh, we will we will have the game under our belts and ready to to record it. Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a good time. Weather looks good too. Um, okay, so uh, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Sokowski. and I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.